Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Tej Talks. If you're new, welcome. If you've come here from YPN Magazine, because yeah, your boy was featured. Full page super red. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? One had the shot of me in the hoodie, one had the modeling shot. I always thought... You know, my first magazine spread would be GQ exclusive world. But YPN is good, you know? <laughs> um, no, I'm messing with you. Look, big shout out to YPN magazine. They are great. They feature some great people every month. Uh, quite a few people who have been on this podcast have also been in there. Uh, it's a great magazine. And yeah, I was fortunate enough to be in there. So go and subscribe. Or if you're already subscribed, well, yeah, I hope you enjoyed reading and looking at the case study, which is one of my favorite properties. So what am I doing? Well, I mean, today I got an iPhone from a family member from my dad and I said, you know, give me your old iPhone you don't use anymore. Anywho, your boy tries to download Clubhouse, the new app that's all craze, man. You can like sit in a room with Grant Cardone and listen to him be like, you need to 10x your life. You ain't doing enough. You need to take it and you need to times it by 10. Like... I'm all right, mate. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, so I get the iPhone and, uh, well, lo and behold, and it turns out that Clubhouse needs iOS 13 and this one stops at 12.5. Cue disappointment. What did I do? I had some mozzarella with salami. Legit, I actually did. And uh, yeah, I kind of feel good. I kind of feel good. That's what's happening, people. But this podcast, as you can tell from the title, is me talking about my goals for 2021, the year after 2020. What a year. God bless. So let's start kind of by saying, you know, you, you heard my podcast last week, hopefully, and you would have seen what I achieved. And I would say that was generally in line with my 2020 goals. I mean, if I look at my 2020 goals, just to give you, because what I want to show you is how your goals will evolve every year, every week, whatever, and how you evolve with it and how your knowledge and experience and how things irritating you and people irritating you will make you change your goals uh, to, well, yeah, to suit what needs to be done. Now, in 2020, I wanted to buy three bytelets a month. That would have given me 18 just in 2020 alone, which would have taken the total to about 30 if I did that. That would have been awesome, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting in a free t-shirt, that's for sure. Uh, but that didn't happen. Basically, finished off what I would finish buying, get, got that through refurbs, got it cash flow, got it tenanted at 12 buy to lets now, soon to be 11 Come selling one if, if the buyer actually does something about it. Um, and, you know... <sighs> Yeah, that didn't happen because of Corona. And there's not much I can do about that. And that is what it is. Uh, I was going to flip one property a month. (laughs) Am I I asking for an aneurysm? Like, am I asking for high blood pressure? I'm already high risk. Am I asking for, am I asking for, you know, I was was trying to do 24 properties in a year. I'm, I'm a bit, yeah. See, I look back at that and think, you idiot. Like, you would have just, you would have literally collapsed. You would have collapsed. You know, it would have been the end of you, mate. Instagram Live, you would have just dropped dead. That's what would have happened. 
dealing with fucking idiots. Um, I also had to, wanted to secure five investors who loaned a minimum of £50,000. I would say did that, probably did that more than what was expected on those goals. Uh, I wanted to raise £700,000 of investment, but because I didn't buy anything, well, I didn't, not, didn't buy as much as I expected, I didn't actually need that much investment. So that kind of was stuck at about 150, 200k. Obviously, it would have been 700. It would have been a lot more if I achieved what I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to reach, I wanted the podcast to reach 5,000 unique listeners within one month after release. And the highest, I believe, got to four and a half thousand. So I was close. Uh, YouTube subscribers to hit 1,000, done that. Facebook to hit one and a half, done that. Instagram to be 10k. I believe it was not, no, I ended the year with 11,000. 400 so all good in terms of social media that went well but with corona i suppose my goals were more just well let's just finish wtf is going on right now let's get some actual cash flow from this these assets which are just liabilities until you start tenanting them or selling them and so these goals didn't really get fulfilled and to be honest i didn't look at them much because i knew i couldn't grow because the market was and is too hot in terms of finding actual good deals so you know a bit of a write-off but let's kind of evolve let's evolve let's evolve together people to 2021 cool so let's start uh where should we start let's start with the social media stuff i'll, I'll keep the juicy profit numbers in a minute so i want to get the podcast listeners to 10,000 unique listeners within one month now that is about doubling it at the moment the difficulty with this goal is it's kind of arbitrary and it's kind of like, well, 10K is a nice number. Let's say 10K. You know, you, you can't see what other people's podcasts are doing. You can't check the stats like you can maybe look at people's likes and comments on Instagram. So I don't know if that's actually achievable or realistic. I genuinely don't know. But looking at how many Instagram followers I have and how many followers other property investors have... I think it is possible. I think it definitely is. Uh, I want to get past a million listens on the podcast. So that's not listeners. It's the number of times it's been listened to. So I'm currently at 565,000. And that was done in about two years. But now we've got momentum to carry on. Now, of course, there are lots of other property podcasts. Um, A lot of them don't post that often. A lot of them don't, you know, yeah. I ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna beef anyone today, okay? Today is not a beefing day. I got my pizza dough raising downstairs. I'm re- I'm I'm chilling. Had the mozzarella, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm in an Italian villa. I'm not gonna beef anyone. But there's a lot of podcasts out there. So the competition has increased and it has got difficult to then maybe get the same listener numbers or to keep that momentum going. That's what I'm noticing anyway, looking at the numbers and and I suppose, you know, people are telling me, hey, have you seen this new podcast, that new podcast, etc., etc." I don't tend to listen to property podcasts uh, because I I get, you know, four to five hours a week of property podcasts when I'm recording my own. So, yeah, I don't tend to listen to any. If they're development or conversion types, I will listen, but there actually isn't any. So any property developers who do land developments, commercial conversions... You know, why get on a podcast? You're probably making too much money to fuck with this shit. But get on a podcast because there's so much we can learn that just is not out there in the same form by to let's flips, HMOs are with things like the Tej Talks podcast. Other podcasts are available 
you don't have to listen to them. It's up to you. Yeah. Keep the love. Uh, so when we get to a million listens, doubling what it is now, I think that's possible. I want the YouTube subscribers to be at 10k. Now, this is, is going to be tough because I don't put that much effort into YouTube, but that's one of my goals. And therefore, I'm going to put more effort in. So if you're listening to this, the four and a half, five thousand of you, why are none of you subscribed to my YouTube channel? Go to my YouTube, Tej Talks Property and subscribe. Everything I talk to you about is basically visual on there. I have a lot of property tours, finished, mid-refurb, poor work, good work, about everything. And I have a lot of content with other people. I've had some amazing, amazing people on. I'm talking about converting underground garages and making 100k profit from an underground car parking space. I'm talking about 2.1 million GDV mixed-use commercial scheme. Like, And I actually had one where it was a million pounds in planning uplift. And there's videos on site with them that are coming soon. You know, why... Why are you not watching these people? Get subscribing. Listen, I need subscribers. Please help me. Please, please. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but look, go check it out. If every one of you subscribed and left a review, that would be awesome. And some comments. So yeah, trying to get 10k subscribers. I'm going to pick that up. Uh, but that's one of the goals this year. I want the Facebook page to be at 3,000. This is pretty pointless. It doesn't do much, the page. But it's, it's vanity metrics. It, people see it. They uh, They sort of put a certain charisma or certain reputation on you. So let's get it to three guy. Instagram followers, I want to be at 25,000. At the point of recording, I think it's 11,900. So not too bad. And I think the momentum and the number of followers you gain increases past 10K. I just noticed this. Like when it starts to get to that level, it's just a lot quicker. And of course, I'm pumping out content like nobody's business. So, you know, check out my reels, people. Instagram reels, check them out. I've even got an interior design guide on my Instagram. What's going on? Uh, and yeah, a few other bits and bobs from my e-learning, tedgetalks.learnworld.com. Check it out. Uh, and I've got some personal stuff, actually. I want to see my osteopath once a month. Uh, I want to see it more, but every time I see him, he just murks me and then I'm like back to gym and I'm, I'm strong again. Like he's, he's amazing, but I want to be able to afford, I'm not afford, but actually put money into it and not be like, Oh, right by to let people uh and then actually go to that every month for personal health i've got some other stuff like you know squat deadlift bench press one rep max but the gyms are closed uh, because we have to close everything you know the outbreak anyways so these one rep maxes are going to be pretty freaking shit until the gyms open anyway i'll be doing like a hundred rep at the moment uh, also uh estoy aprendiendo espanol i want to do it every single day and so i've put it in here do spanish every single day i'm on a 95 day streak on duolingo eh yeah papi's doing well huh? so i want to continue that every single day it's good for your brain it's good for keeping your neurons elastic plastic i can't remember i study biochemistry anyways it keeps the neurons firing and it gives you a break from the kind of property stuff loses a different part of your brain and i think communication in many languages is really important so that'll be my third language i'm getting there in terms of you know fluency understanding things like that so look, let's talk about the real big goals here this is the shit you waiting for right let's talk about property so i know i may have said before may have been a bit hasty when I said, I'm done with buy to lets, you know, I hate buy to lets, cry, 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 whinge, whinge, whinge. Uh, I didn't really do that that much. But, uh, you know, every month when 
you look at your bank account and a lot of money comes in and then some money comes out for the mortgage and the insurance and you kind of think so what have I actually done this month to earn that and when you can safely say pretty much nothing that is an income that you want to keep and you want to build more of now yes of course you need multiple buy to let you can't just have one or two it's not going to do anything for you necessarily but you know what you know new this is the best thing new year's eve right obviously with the surprise fireworks in london which they said weren't going to happen but hey surprise um i was on my phone at midnight getting texts from no one my mum didn't text me my dad everyone was asleep it was okay sleeping on 2021 people but literally as soon as it hit one minute past i got two lots of rent in my account obviously it's standing order right so it goes straight away but i just thought shit i haven't spoken to either of them in like a month two three months whatever i sent them christmas cards and stuff but when i look at that i just think you know what bye to let's i love you yes please love me back and let's continue this relationship forever and ever you know my endless love is is my theme song for for uh, for Bytelet. So I thought, hey, listen, let let me set a target for twenty twenty one that I can kind of outsource in terms of getting sources, project managers, things like that. And I thought, let me set a target that's going to be f- quite achievable, but kind of also really have an impact on the passive cash flow monthly and the size of equity and the wealth. So I thought, why don't we do twelve Bytelets in twenty twenty one, one per month tidy figure one or two will go wrong i'll end up selling them cool you know i'll end the year with about 10 to 12 buy to lets that's 10 times in reality about 300 quid a month you do the maths and it's as passive as it can be i promise you people have i ever lied to you passive as it can be so yeah i kind of went back on my little i kind of went back on my little you know I don't want to do buy to lets anymore. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, no, they're, they're awesome. So, yeah, I'm looking to work with... Oh, God, here we go. I may work with sources in my area. I've put the word out, but the market's still a bit too hot. I'm not about that overpaying life. It makes no sense, especially in BRRs, but the margins are already so tight. So, I am going to get 12 more buy to lets this year. Now, it should be one a month, but given that, the, you know, for however long the market's going to be hot, I think we're going to have a a hefty middle maybe kind of end of year where there's a lot going per month i'm gonna have project managers you know i'm it's gonna be outsourced everything i've learned is gonna be implemented and it's gonna be a hundred times better in the same area i'm investing now i'm gonna continue it's shit when you're in it but then when you see the rewards of it you think yeah that's all right actually that's all right and I've learned so much about end values and surveyors and things like that. So I know how to get it right this time. So 12 buy to lets, BRRs in 2021. Now, look, it's kind of a bit open in the sense that if I get the 12th one in December and it doesn't cash flow until Feb, that's fine. I just want to be exchanged, secured on 12 this year. That brings almost that doubles the passive cash flow per month. Then we're pretty cushy, you know. Then we're talking about marble sinks and that, you know. Nah, I'm kidding. Well, marble sinks are like 300 quid from Luso. Check them out on Instagram, by the way. L-U-S-S-O. If you do like high-end flips or new builds, their stuff, and I've seen it in real life, is ah, 
is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And it's on it genuinely, it's not expensive for what it is. So check them out as well. I cannot wait to use them. Literally, I've got their whole library just here in my mind. So 12 Vitalettes next year. So any sources in my area, feel free to contact me. If you're a dickhead, please don't contact me. Thank you. Uh, I've put in here raise a million plus to fund all deals, but this is a little bit kind of like it's just there to remind me to always be fundraising because I probably will need more than a million. Uh, well, it depends how it's funded, but I probably need more than a million. Um, oh, you know what? This is, this is something really interesting that happened today. A guy messaged me a few days ago about investing or funding, just having a chat. Anyways, we had a chat today and you know me, I don't chat that often. I'm, I'm a bit of a recluse. <laughs> what? Anyways, <clears throat> we had a chat and he's got, you know, X amount of money, you know, apparently there's no such limit, whatever. We kind of spoke about a previous loan they did at 400k. The terms were quite agreeable for me, a bit high, but they're agreeable enough. And yeah, basically... The, the funny thing about this is I had spoken to this guy four years ago when I worked in recruitment when he was selling me some software because I was like, I know this guy's name. I know his voice. Checked my emails four years ago. We'd spoken about this software and then we spoke now about potentially investing, but obviously hadn't spoken for four years and suddenly reconnected. So it's a very small world and you never know like you never know who has money. Is that you never know who has money? Does that make sense? Yeah, you just never know. You know, like however broke, however rich, however popular, however unpopular, somewhat doesn't matter. You do not know how much money they have. You don't. Full stop. Yeah. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. Didn't he have a baby shower recently? That looked like the most driest party ever, right? But there was like five of them, and he was wearing like the American equivalent of Primark, and he was just. I know he's like, you know, he's not even interested in money. He's doing it for, I don't know, world control, data capture, right? I don't know. Anyways, but, you know, some of the richest people in the world. I mean, we had David McCourt, billionaire. I'm going to call you Billy. If you know where that's from, you know. Another one. And we had him sitting next to me and Pippa at PPN. And this is a Billy. He can afford a Bugatti. That's the level, yeah? He can walk in and say, yeah, I'll have one. Here's, you know, here's the Amex thing here. Here's Kasha and billionaire. I looked at his shoes. Mum was wearing like 20 pound Clark shoes. I'm not even joking. And we actually, like, we, he said it himself. He goes, you know, the most expensive thing I probably buy are my shoes. And he's like, even then they're like 30, 40 bucks. And because I walk a lot. I was like, what? You got people out here buying Balenciagas and adidas and whatever balmain just to like pretend they're rappers and they're sick and like whatever it's bullshit broke people are broke because they spend all their money trying to look rich they ain't got none left to actually be rich hmm? and i'm not saying when you got a lot of money and when i'm a baller i'm not gonna buy a few things because i'm gonna buy a few things uh but you know there's levels to it anyway that's a whole different topic i should do i should do something on that actually money perception things like that Anywho, yeah, raising a million to fund all deals. So if you're interested in investing, whether it's passive, as in you're just totally hands off, or you want to be part of my invest and learn program, go to tedginvests.com. Check it out and uh, let's see what we can do. I also want to have a hundred thousand. So this is now we're getting juicy. I want to have a hundred thousand pounds in flip profit secured. 
Now that means I've exchanged on a property and we're about to refurb it and we're about to make money. Or it means the deal is done. It just means it's not banked in the bank, but it's banked on paper as such. And what that means is it gives me time for the market to kind of quiet down a bit. And it gives me time to know that it's locked in. Now, the ideal for this and really what it means to me is 100k in the bank secured this year. Now, that's different because my current flips or previous flips are making 10, 15, 20, right? So, you know, this is a big jump. This is a, this is a, guess what? You got a 10 exit, baby. I literally, oh, fuck's sake. I don't like him, but I've just done what he, he suggested. Shit. I need to go have a cold shower now. Fuck's sake, grow on you bastard. Um, so, you know, I'm looking to 10, I'm looking to multiply by 10. Um, and actually, you know, the flips from last year, most of them fucked up anyway, as you all know from my Instagram, and there was no profit or there was a little bit of profit. So yeah, it's like more like a 12x. But I'm looking to do that now around here in Hertfordshire. That could be one deal like or that could be two deals potentially. And it could even be like a lease extension. It doesn't have to be like a full refurb, although I do love refurbs. So 100k in flip profit in 2021 you're holding me accountable, but I hope it shows you how goals can evolve from one, you know, to the other, or you can be as silly as you were and just say, you let me get 12 bite alerts again, like I have, but it works for me. Uh, now the next goal, and this is probably the kind of biggest overarching goal is to have 500,000 pounds of profit secured going off my definition before in development profit, whether it's new builds, whether it's commercial conversions, whatever but it, we're talking develop so half a million in profit in development now the ideal for this is mud into a house now this is something i wasn't really interested in before but having done so many refurbs 15 you know over the past kind of year and a bit you and speaking to people who are doing new builds you see some of the benefits and why they're done and of course you know the profit is huge and that's not to say the challenges aren't huge because I'll do a different podcast on this, but just learning through development, there's so many moving parts and a lot of them are humans and, you know, humans are dickheads sometimes, most of them. So there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of people skills, there's a lot of stuff I need to work on that I'm aware of. And I know this is going to be very hard. Like buying 12 by leds, I'll be honest with you, as long as the market can be a bit more sensible and I can secure some actual decent BRR deals, that is that's that's happening that's no problem but the 500k in development finance in you know profit that is gonna be the biggest struggle for me in many many different aspects right it's daunting it's exciting but i mean look how my goals evolved from last year to now be half a million in freaking profit right this is how goals can evolve when you have the knowledge, experience, the people around you, the people in your network, the right books, the right knowledge, the right whatever it is, your goals will evolve. You know, you could say oh, you're, you're new in property and you could say, oh, I want like two buy to lets this year. But you read my book, you do my e-learning and then you say, hold on a minute, it's BRR business. I could have four this year with the same cash pot. And that knowledge that you acquired for not a lot of money, could be free in a lot of instances, has now shifted your entire goals and actually has shifted your entire life because instead of quitting a job in four years you're quitting it in one year just because the knowledge that you acquired to show you you can do this 
right? That is what works, people. That is what works. It is having that knowledge to be able to take it, you know, and pass that kind of level. Um, and sometimes you can read and learn as much as you like, but until you actually do something and realize what you like and don't like, you don't really know, right? And there's so many helpful people um, online and in communities, you know, and everyone in the Instagram chat, you know, big up yourselves. There's a, there's a few of you um, in there as well who really, really helped me as well. So, so, you know, people use the resources that are out there for you. Don't be shy to ask questions. Yeah, some people will say no. I've said no to help people before because of the way they asked or they were assholes. But a lot of people will help you. So that is going to be a big, big challenge for me. But that's the kind of main goal. And at the moment, what I've done and actually what I've done today is I've decided on areas within about within an hour of me, I would say probably 40, 45 minutes that all have potential looking at things like the five year housing land supply, looking at the local plans, looking at um, their reports, looking at what things are actually getting approved and not getting approved and etc, etc. And I'm learning a lot. And actually how some, you know, as much as we say there's such a desperate need for housing, so many councils near me are actually killing it. Like they are oversupplied, like very impressively. I suppose that's more impressive to us as investors than it is to them. Fuck all. But it's really interesting to see others, you know, who are drastically under. And this is such a whole new world, you know, with buy to lets. I don't care about supply and demand. There is always demand and there is always supply. There's just so many things to think about, but that is, you know, a different podcast, which I will definitely talk about, but I know that my pizza dough is rising right now. And so is my hunger level. So yeah, that's to finish it off. Really. Those are my goals for 2021. I've said it now. So I'm publicly accountable. Uh, I think they are mostly achievable. Of course, there are factors outside of my control. Hey, Ted, why don't you do DTV? Why don't you just work harder? You might find deals. Shut up. Anyone who thinks that, um, there are always factors outside your control. And yes, you can modulate them. Yes, you can adapt. Yes, you can evolve. You know, but let's talk about service accommodation in lockdown. Yes, you can adapt and yes, you can evolve. But come on. I put something on Instagram and said, how's people's essays doing? Not one person said good. Everyone said shit. I'm losing money, blah, 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 blah. Small sample size, right? But there are always factors outside our control. So I think these are achievable but i also think they're pushing it a little bit like these are not like you know oh yeah whatever the buy to let one might be but they're just they're still gonna push me and challenge me and force me to evolve you know force that capital appreciation of my mindset and my spirit and my soul so that's been my goals for 2021. If you have any questions, put them in Instagram chat, send me a DM on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most reliable. Email me hello at tedginvests.com. Check out my website, Tej Invests. Obviously check out my e-learning people, tedgetalks.learnworlds.com. And yeah, I hope this has helped you, you know, maybe set your goals or maybe understand how people set goals. Cause it's really tricky. You're just like, okay, this is my goal for the year, or I'm thinking this is achievable. And then everyone says, oh yeah, everything's achievable. Just say it, whatever. <laughs> you know? But without a comparison, I think as humans, we can sometimes struggle. So there we go, people. I bid you farewell. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.